Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Like seriously, how are you doing? This has been a really crazy week. Um, I know that here in Los Angeles, the 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 shit really hit the fan in terms of like it really sunk in. People were finally getting like, oh, this coronavirus, this COVID nineteen situation is really serious, and. Um, for the last, I'd say probably since Thursday, it's Sunday now, Sunday morning that I'm recording this, Sunday, March 15th. And I'd say as of Thursday, I could really, really, really feel just the shift, just the energy shift in the air. And, you know, I'm someone who I don't have an office. I work for myself and I work from home or coffee shops or, you know, what have you. And I, even just being in my house, doing what I normally do, I could feel just in the air, things just feel so different. It just feels so quiet and eerie. And it's been a strange few days. Um, I also had a car accident this past week and I might've totaled my car, (laughs) but everyone is totally fine. I'm totally fine. No one was injured. So I'm nothing but grateful um, that that you know, it turned out really as well as it could. And, um, but like, even like the fact that, you know, I had a car accident, I don't have my car right now, you know, I might have to get a new car, I'm gonna find that out, hopefully in the next couple of days. Um, it, that's like taking such a backseat to coronavirus. Like I, you know, it, it's just, it's really, really put things into um, real perspective. And I'm really concerned about all of the people out there who are used to being in an office, used to being very social, used to going a lot of places who now um, can't do that. And, you know, it's not advisable for any of us to do that. Um, And in some places, it's not optional. And I'm just, I'm concerned about the feelings of isolation that we're all going to feel. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm lucky. This is kind of my lifestyle anyway. I'm kind of, um, you know, I'm used to being home a lot. And, um, you know, luckily I also have a partner and I have, you know, he and I have each other to keep each other company, though, you know, that is also, it's not like we want to be together every single minute. Just real talk. We love each other, but it's a lot of togetherness. I actually kicked him out so I could record this episode. Um, But it worked out because he is riding his bike up a mountain, which is his favorite thing to do. So he was going to do that anyway, just to be clear. I didn't really kick him out. I was just like, okay, so when are you going to go ride your bike? Um, So in terms of social distancing, he's socially distancing himself on a bike up a mountain so he'll he'll be um far away from people and safe and not infecting anyone unintentionally but anyway i guess i wanted to record this episode which is uh, a bonus episode because i did release an episode on friday which is part two of my series about finding love later in life check that out if you haven't already um, but i wanted to do this episode to hopefully give a little bit of comfort or um, bring just some different perspective for how we can 
approach this time. You know, there's so much uncertainty. Obviously, the situation with COVID-19, the coronavirus is rapidly evolving. And, um, you know, right now, I think I'm just kind of like, I just need a week to like get my bearings and see what's going to happen and what my life is going to look like over the next, you know, the upcoming weeks and months. But um, while I'm doing that, I'm also, like I said, very concerned for people who are feeling really isolated and just not knowing what to do with themselves. I mean, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a job where you can work remotely, yes, you still have work to do. But if you are truly socially distancing yourself and self-isolating, which is, you know, an important thing for us to do. There are lots of people who can tell you all of the reasons scientifically why that is a good idea. Um, I will just tell you, you know, from my perspective, I, um, it's, it's obviously it's challenging for me as well. I don't plan on leaving the house today, but I did leave the house yesterday to go for a hike. Um, And then I also left the house. My boyfriend and I went to his brother's house because they really wanted and needed some company. So so we've taken a couple of forays out into the world and um, I'm feeling more and more uncomfortable doing that as I learn more about how this virus works and that you can be asymptomatic and um, that, you know, because we have no testing here in the U.S., virtually no testing, um, I think something like 15,000 people have been tested in the U.S. That's it, you know. Um, So out of, I don't know, we have like 300 million people, 250 million people in this country. So it's not a lot, (laughs) very tiny amount. Um, There are a lot of people who are walking around with, the virus already and are just asymptomatic and I could be one of those people and you know the idea that I could be unintentionally putting someone else in danger is just concerning um you know anyway I don't want to talk too much about the science of it but I think it's safe to say that self-isolation is a good idea um on the plus side, I, as a as a lifelong germaphobe, I feel like I, I'm really excited that I get to like fly my germaphobe flag high and high and proud. Um, I don't have to like surreptitiously like use hand sanitizer anymore and like surreptitiously, you know, wipe things down all the time with my antibacterial wipes. Like now I can do it proudly. So that's one, that's one upside. Um, But I encourage everyone, especially if you're feeling, you know, like I said, that isolation, that loneliness, that worry about feeling isolated and lonely, depending on how long it takes for us to get this virus under control, um, is to really, first of all, just because we're physically isolated, we don't have to actually be socially isolated. And, you know, even right now, I'm doing something very out of the box for me, which is I'm videoing, I'm recording myself, um, recording this episode. And that's not something I normally do. I don't love shooting videos of myself, but I felt that I should do it because I think it helps me actually to feel a little bit more connected. Like, okay, there are people out there who might see me. (laughs) And I think that, um, we all need to look at the ways in which we can use technology to see other people and to be seen by other people because that is important. 
and um, that's nothing to feel, you know, self-conscious about or ashamed of. Like we need human contact. We need each other. And even those of you who are listening to this, who you might be at home with a partner or, you know, family or roommates or whatever the situation is, so you're not completely alone, um, is still knowing that you still have outlets to other people outside of your home um, and connections to other people outside of your home are really, I think that's really important for everyone. So to look at that, look at the ways, you know, maybe now instead of texting your friends, you pick up the phone and you call your friends. Maybe instead of, um, I don't know, instead of uh, emailing or, you know, whatever you do, what you normally do, just reevaluate it. Like, do you now want to FaceTime more? Do you now want to use, um, you know, I have a lot of friends who use the app Marco Polo where you can send, it's, it's like text messaging, but for video. So you send video messages back and forth, you know, is that something that's going to help you to feel more connected? Do you want to start a, a Facebook group where, you know, it's people in your area and you're, just sharing resources and information and staying in touch with each other. Um, you know, we see what's happening in Italy. The whole country is locked down, but there are all these amazing videos being posted of people, you know, singing and playing instruments out of their windows and on their balconies, and they're engaging with their neighbors, even though they're all stuck in their in their apartments. And I think that we can take a lesson from that in terms of being creative about how do we connect with people. Um, you know, if you happen to be a person who has a ton of toilet paper, right? If you're one of the toilet paper hoarders, no judgments, but I mean, maybe you have more toilet paper than you could possibly use over the next month or two months. And you might want to, you know, go on social media and see maybe there are some elderly people or just maybe just a family or just people who don't have toilet paper. You know, I'm, I've like, one and a half rolls of toilet paper. I'm going to be fine. I have a Japanese toilet. <laughs> I have wipes. I'll be fine. But, you know, there are people who aren't going to be fine. So, you know, just the more that we can be of service to other people, the more that we can stay connected to other people, the better it's going to be, not just for the collective, but for us also individually. Um, so we can really actively feel that connection to other people. Um, I am offering a free virtual sound bath tonight. So again, this is Sunday, uh, March 15th. And, you know, I'm doing a sound bath tonight. And anybody who wants to, you know, log on to my sound bath and just have a, an hour where they can relax to the sounds of the chimes and the bowls and um, do a, a meditation and, and about love, because it is about love and experiencing that more deeply within yourself. And um, but also just to relax, just to relax your nervous system, just to take your mind off of things that are going on, all the things that are going on in the world. You know, that's one way that I decided that I could be of service. And I'm also going to do it next Sunday, March 22nd. So if you can't, if you're hearing this too late or you can't make the 15th, just know there's also the opportunity for the 22nd. I'll put a link in the show notes to reserve your spot because you do need to sign up. There are limited spots available. So um, that's why I need people to sign up ahead of time. So make sure that everybody is confirmed. But um, but like it's totally free. And, you know, like I said, that's just something that I'm I'm offering that as a gift and act of service to people, but it also benefits me too, because it also helps me to feel connected to other people. 
So being very creative about how you can stay connected, I guess that's my really first major um, piece of advice or thing that I wanted to share with you today. And then additionally, you know, having a time where we are forced to take a break from our hyper, hyper busy lives is actually a good thing. I mean, obviously this, this pandemic is not a good thing. And the fact that people have died and more people will die and that it will continue to spread. I'm certainly not, um, you know, downplaying or minimizing the severity of the situation, but it is what it is. And so given that for all the people who won't die, because most people won't die from this, from this virus, thankfully, most of us, and hopefully I say us, I mean, I hope I will also be okay. You know, most of us will be okay um, physically, but we still have, we still, we're still dealing with the emotional effects of it financially. You know, I've, I've got a lot of concern about all the people that I know whose living is dependent on in-person things. I, I have so many friends already who, you know, their next jobs were canceled. Their events are being canceled. I had an event um, that was actually two events <laughs> that were supposed to happen this coming week and they're both canceled. Um, and, you know, I, I worry about obviously the financial implications and I really hope that the government steps in and provides a safety net for people who have no safety net, people who work in retail, people who work in, you know, hospitality, people who just don't have any other income but their face-to-face interactions with people, which now are all in question for the foreseeable future. So um, not downplaying any of that is very much on my mind. The homeless population here in here in Los Angeles, we have a huge homeless um, pro- a problem. You know, we there's a lot of homelessness, a lot of people experiencing homelessness here. And, you know, my heart just goes out to them like, you know, their lives are so stressful anyway, even at the best of times. But now that this is, you know, such a crisis situation, I can only imagine how they're feeling. On top of that, in Los Angeles, where generally it's very sunny, it started raining the other day and it's been raining every day. It's supposed to be raining for like four more days. So, um, you know, yes, we need the rain. I'm not complaining about the rain, but I, I, my heart really goes out to everyone who doesn't have a home right now, who between the virus and the rain, it's like a lot to deal with right now. Um, so those people are really on my, on my mind and in my heart. But um, so all of this, I'm sorry, I'm kind of rambling. This is a little free flowing. And if you're watching this on video, you can see that I'm just, this is how I do. I just talk (laughs) and just see what comes out. Um, So what, but going back to what I, the point I was trying to make was that even in this challenge, those of us who are blessed enough to still be able to support ourselves and not have that be an additional burden, um, or even if you're not, look, if you if you're stuck in the house and you're out of work or you're you're working from home, you're still stuck in the house, and um, you can't spend every moment working, obviously, um, nor should you, or you probably wouldn't want to. But there are ways that we can also use this time productively. So, and I'm not just talking about like, oh, now you can finally organize that closet. Like, sure, absolutely, organize that closet if that's something that you've been putting off. You know, if you've been meaning to. I don't know, whatever home project you've been putting off, absolutely, that's a great time to do this. But it's also, uh, this is a great time to do that. But it's also a great time 
to use this pause as a way to go a little bit deeper into ourselves. And if you know me and you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm all about like, and I'm a coach. This is what I do. I I help people to go deeper so that they can actually um, strategize and make sure that what they believe is possible for them and their actions are aligning with what they want versus what they don't want. Because a lot of times, you know, we want something, but if we look at our lives, we look at the actions that we're taking to get that thing, it's not, there's a disconnect, right? So thinking about that, this is a really opportunity, this is a really great opportunity. And, you know, maybe it's as simple for you as now you're going to start journaling again, um, or for the first time, or now you're going to start, um, you know, building a meditation practice. You know, there's lots of resources out there. There's obviously meditation or has so many benefits to us, um, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and, but it's hard and in busy, busy lives, not everybody has a practice and not everybody has the time or the bandwidth to figure that out. But here's, here's our chance. Like maybe that's something that you do, even if you're just starting with five minutes a day. Um, but maybe that's a commitment that you make to yourself. If you, um, you know, my friend Suzanne, I was talking to her yesterday on the phone (laughs) and, you know, she said that one of the trips that one of the few outings that she'd made this week was to the art supply store because she's going to be doing a lot of painting um, during this time. And I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. You know, making art. My friend VP posted on Instagram today, like he calls it, um, you know, creator virus. Like this is the time to you know, finish that screenplay. This is the time to create something that you've been putting off. Like, let's use this opportunity as challenging as it is, there is still opportunity within it. And we can use that to actually do something, to create something beautiful. And I, you know, I think again, like in the example of the Italians who are like, you know, making music together and singing together out of their windows and out of their balconies, like, it's so moving. Like I watch those videos and I get tears in my eyes, literally, because I'm just like, oh, just humanity coming together. You know, it's it's such a it's such a beautiful thing. So think of like, what can you create? What can you do for yourself? How can you go deeper into loving yourself? You know, maybe there's there um, if you're like most people, including me, you've got a bunch of books that you haven't read yet. Right. Maybe now is a time to get back into reading because that's something that I know a lot of people like me, I used to be a voracious reader for most of my life. I was always reading a book and now I am, but now it's scattered and I'm reading four different books at once and I'm listening to some on audio and it's a, it's a different experience than just sitting with a physical book. Um, though I do belong to a book club and shout out to my Soho House West Hollywood <laughs> book club because <laughs> that book club has gotten me back to reading physical books. And I've got a 500 page novel to read for our next book club meeting, which may or may not happen next month. But, um, but anyway, you know, maybe it's about reading books, but it's, it's, I think that if, if we do nothing with this time, but work and sit and watch Netflix, not that there's anything wrong with watching Netflix and trust me, I got the Netflix, I got the Hulu, I got the Amazon, I got the HBO go. I like, I'm not like not knocking that (laughs) at all. (laughs) Trust me. Um, but I think if that's all we do with the extra time that we have, that's a really, that's a missed opportunity. You know, I have, um, I have a couple of clients, new clients who hired me because they were like, I'm going to be home. This is the time for me to go deeper and to finally figure out like what's stopping me from having the love that I want. Right. Like, so there's, there's ways that you can go deeper and use this time, um, 
without all of the normal distractions and the normal busyness. So that's another thing that I really want to encourage you to do. And then the other point that I wanted to make here was really understanding that for you, staying in a, the best possible emotional and mental state is really important. It's important just physically. It's important even in terms of this virus. I mean, when we look at who's more susceptible to getting sick versus who isn't, it's just like with any kind of illness. It's just like with the cold. It's just like with the flu. You know, um, obviously, if you have an underlying health issue that makes you more susceptible to getting sick, that's, you know, of course, that's that's the case. But then there also take people who are, you know, quote unquote, healthy people who don't have any underlying health conditions, you know, you want to make sure that your immune system is working at its maximum capacity. And stress is not good for your immune system. It's not good for your nervous system. It's not good for you emotionally. It's not good for you mentally. It's not good for you physically. So finding a way to manage that stress, manage the the very understandable um, COVID-19 coronavirus anxiety is really, really important. So I would encourage you to take a look at, you know, what are you doing right now? Are you just all day consuming, you know, news story after news story after news story that is all designed to ramp up your fear? And we need to be mindful. So I'm not saying like ignore it all and don't check the news and don't check, like stay informed from your trusted news sources. Don't listen to every rumor that you that you hear because there's a lot of misinformation, you know, Check in with the CDC website, check in with the World Health Organization website, check in with reputable sources. If somebody says, oh, I heard X, Y, Z, even some, if I said something today that you're like, oh, is that true? Go like fact check it, you know, find out for yourself what's, what's true, separate the fact from the fiction. Um, but then also don't inundate yourself with it because sitting and just on Twitter or wherever and just reading, you know, horror story after horror story and stressful prediction after stressful prediction, it's not really good for us. So we need to take it seriously. And this is not like a, an exact science, right? This is about striking a balance between staying informed in a healthy and productive way and, and just like going down a rabbit hole in a way that doesn't benefit you or anyone else. Because how you feel matters, and this is something that I say all the time, even outside of this, um, this, this pandemic, how you feel matters. Your stress level matters, right? So the more that you can invest in, and when I say invest, I don't mean financially, I just mean energetically, right? And it's just in terms of your intention in carving out some time to make sure that you are resetting, to carve out some time to make sure that you're taking a break and you're not just numbing yourself, right? Like it's not just about like, okay, I'm, don't worry, I'm getting drunk every night. I don't mean that if you're, I mean, I'm not judging it, I, you know, whatever. That's not what this is about. But think about, again, this is an opportunity for us to develop some more skills that we actually need in life, right? The skill of learning how to disconnect, the skill of learning how to not go down rabbit holes and succumb to fear and fear mongering, you know, the... Um, and just a worry spiral, right? Because a worry spiral is completely unhelpful. Um, if we are using worry as something to say like, okay, I'm worried about contracting this virus. What can I do to make that less likely? Absolutely, that's helpful. But if you're now worrying about a ton of things that you can't control, just know that that is going to have an impact on you um, 
and not a great one. So like, don't do that. (laughs) We don't want to do that. So just understanding that you have an opportunity and a responsibility to take care of yourself. And if you have family, if you have children, if you have a spouse or roommates even, or just whoever is in your life who you are still, um, you know, seeing every day or interacting with every day, you know, we can be that strength for each other. So you can listen to people's concerns and have that empathy and share your concerns with other people. But you also want to like understand when it's like, okay, now we're just, now we're just going into a misery spiral and it's not helping either one of us. So maybe you are the person who can be that beacon and you can be that example for other people in your life of how you can both be really vigilant and really mindful about, about COVID-19, but also still find a way to have some mental space and break from it and to use your time productively and maybe have some joy and maybe have some fun and, you know, maybe, I don't know, have a dance party in your living room. Um, And, you know, the last thing I want to say about this is, you know, um, obviously there are people who are dating who are like, what the fuck do I now not date for months? Um, And maybe you don't, but maybe you do virtual dates instead. So maybe instead of meeting somebody for drinks or for coffee, you sit and you actually like treat it like a date, you know, set a time, put on some clothes, like wear what you would wear on a date, decide like, okay, should we have coffee together? Quote unquote together. Should we have a drink together? Like, and you actually sit there and you have your drink and they have their drink, your, their drink and you sit and you have a real conversation. Right. Um, so that's, that's an opportunity. And that's an opportunity for you also to weed out the people who are like, I'm not doing all that, right? (laughs) Because if you're looking for something serious and you're looking for a real connection, obviously to do this face-to-face would be ideal, but these these are unusual times, right? So have a virtual date, just like I'm having this virtual sound bath. It's not ideal that the sound bath is virtual. An in-person experience is more powerful, I would imagine, but we'll see. I'm gonna do the best that I can given the circumstances. And that's what we all have to do right now. So your life doesn't have to go on hold, but there are things in your life that are absolutely paused. And now that, listen, how often do you complain about being busy? How often do you feel like there's not enough time in the day? How often are you like so stressed because you're rushing from place to place and here and there and doing this and doing that? And like, guess what? Like now for most people, And most people in the U.S. and obviously in a lot of other places around the world that are way more locked down than we are, because we're not locked down enough, frankly. Um, Like now, all of that is taken off the table. So now that you have more time, now that you have more space, now that you don't have a two hour a day commute, right, in traffic, like now that you don't have all of those stressors, what are you going to do? What, what? what are you going to do with this extra time? Like what opportunity, what do you, looking back on this, and this might be a good way to look at it. Like when you look back, if you, if you imagine yourself three months from now, six months from now, and you look back on this time where you were isolated and stressed out and like, what could you have accomplished in this time that would make you feel really good looking back? Be like, wow, I developed a meditation habit or I started painting again, or I, discover that there's lots of great dance videos on YouTube and now I've like dance every day or um, 
you know, I read these books that were life-changing or I, I finally finished that screenplay or whatever it is, what can you do right now that you're going to look back on and really feel good that you use this time as best as you could? Um, and then my last piece of advice here is to get yourself a plant. I'm a very big fan of plants. Um, and I, you know, I used to be a person who said, oh, I can't, I, I don't do plants or every plant I ever had died and yada, yada, yada. And now I have like over 60 plants and most of them are doing very well. And actually, if you're watching the video, you can see some of my babies over there in the corner. See how beautiful they are. Happy plants. Um, so I, but I think that especially with the isolation, having something alive in your house, like you know, there's actually like data about their studies about how having plants, they boost your mood. Um, they also purify the air, which is nice, you know, inside a lot. So it's good that, you know, you've got living plants that are actually doing what they do and working and actually making your environment um, just cleaner. So think about that. You can buy plants online. Um, there is a website called The Sill, S-I-L-L, like windowsill. Um, and they've got great plants and, you know, you can totally um, Google, you know, uh, any, there's so many ways to buy plants, but, you know, you want to just make sure you're getting a plant. If you're not somebody who's very comfortable with plants, get something that's low maintenance, but there's lots of low maintenance plants out there. And if you've killed all your plants in the past, it's just because you didn't take care of them properly. You might've overwatered them. You might've given them too much sun, not enough, all of that. So, you got to, you know, obviously get the instructions for your plants, but get some greenery in your house if you don't have any. This is a really good time to do that. And um, yeah, and that's all I got for right now. I can't say for sure whether or not I'm going to be popping in and doing more of these little, I don't know, coronavirus inspired episodes. Um, I probably will because <laughs> I also have more time on my hands now. Um, so I probably will. So if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, please do so now. So I've got lots of regular interviews coming up, regular episodes coming up. We're still going to be talking about love. We're still going to be talking about intimacy and connection and self-love and all sorts of things, relationships. But this is about having a relationship with yourself. This is a this is self-love. Like to take some time to really like, okay, think about what can I do right now? How can I use this time productively? How can I go deeper into myself? What can I cultivate? Like that is love. That's treating yourself with love and giving yourself a break from the things that are really stressing you out. That's treating yourself with love. So I want to encourage everyone who is listening to this or watching this to really think of those ways in which you can treat yourself with love and other people in your life with love right now too. You know, picking up the phone and calling somebody and checking on them, that's that's amazing, right? And that's something that if we all do more of that right now, we will not feel as isolated. We will feel more connected. And if we feel more connected, we're all going to be happier because we are connected. Oh, last thing I want to say, this virus proves how connected we are. Okay. This virus started probably in this one market in China, and now it's spread all across the world. So it's a, it's a, it's an example of like, you know, the contagion element. It's like, okay, yeah, this is a virus, but all of the things, think of all of the ways in which we are, quote unquote, infecting each other anyway, every day, energetically, whether we're infecting other people with love or with stress or with anger or with fear. 
um, or with unity or whatever. So you matter and you have an impact on this planet. And if this virus doesn't really illustrate that clearly, how much of an impact we have on each other, then I don't know what does. Like, I mean, it's just a really um, great tangible example of how connected we all are. So let's use that connection to make each other's lives better and to be stronger together and to love ourselves and to love each other more. And maybe, I don't know, if there are enough of us who just decide that we're going to be really mindful during this time and spread as much love as humanly possible. I mean, I'm not trying to sound hyperbolic here, but seriously, we could change the world. We could change the world. This virus has changed the world. Why can't we? We can change the world with love, right? We can change the world with intention. So all of that (laughs) is to say... I believe in us as humans. I believe in the power that we have collectively and individually, and it starts with us each individually. So during this stressful time, I hope that you can find some hope and you can find some ways to go deeper and to love more and to actually feel more connected. Wouldn't that be ironic if by all of us getting stuck in the house now, we actually feel more connected to our fellow human? Pretty crazy. All right. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I still can't believe I'm doing this on video. Um, <laughs> and if you, um, if you, like I said, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, go ahead and do that now. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to rate it five stars. <laughs> I so appreciate that. And if you're really, really, really enjoying the podcast and you'd additionally like to leave a review, then you can do that as well. Be super grateful for that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wherever you are in the world, I don't take for granted that your time is precious and that you're spending a little bit of it with me today. So I thank you and have a great day. Be safe. Stay away from other people physically, (laughs) but keep everyone in your heart. All right. Till next time. Bye.